And welcome back to Music Free Static. I hope you're having a fabulous day. And today I wanted to talk about hobbies and interests and, and other fun things. And, <laughs> and you know, it's weird. Okay. I, I got to tell you, you know, I've got, I have hobbies and I have interests like many people. You know, for example, I like to play Minecraft, right? I'm not surprising, I suppose. I also like to watch Minecraft streams and videos and, and, and to change things up. Uh, when I walk to work, I listen to podcasts like the Spawn Chunks uh, Minecraft podcast from Joel and, and Pixel Riffs. <laughs> See, uh, you know, uh, diverse interests, right? <laughs> I joke a little bit, but <laughs> like, like every joke, there's a grain of truth to it. Now, I tend to get a little... I, it's funny in my notes I put the word obsessed I'm not entirely sure that's the right word but my interests are, are not so much broad as they are deep right so I said I'm I'm really into Minecraft I said I I went through that list at the beginning right I like to play it I stream Minecraft and make Minecraft videos um, I like to watch Minecraft streams and videos right this is this is what I like to do and that's not the only thing. I mean, I am a man of, of somewhat more diverse interests than just Minecraft. Um, I also like Star Wars. And that's about it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's, I do the same thing with Star Wars, though. Um, you know, I watch the shows and the movies. I'll, I'll read some of the books on occasion. Um, it depends on what I have available. I don't have the... I don't have the ready cash at the moment to go out and be buying a bunch of Star Wars books, but I'll check them out from the library and stuff when they're available. Though, slight tangent, I haven't been real thrilled with a lot of the Star Wars books that have been coming out. The High Republic stories have been really good. Some of the others, not so much. So I haven't been as excited to read a lot of the Star Wars books. I read a bunch of them back, back in the... Um, what's now Star Wars Legends days, the old um, extended universe. I read a bunch of that stuff. But that's not what this podcast is about. See, this is, I get, I tend to dive deep on certain things. Uh, no, but I'll, I'll, I watch the shows, I watch the movies, and I, I really love Star Wars. I listen to podcasts about Star Wars. The Force Center podcast in particular is one of my favorites. Um, and, I, and I watch Star Wars videos and, and and YouTube stuff, right? You know, stuff like Star Wars Explained and all this, right? That dives deep into the canon and sort of fills me in on the things I'm not going to read. Like, I'm not going to read the Star Wars comics. I don't, I don't enjoy comics as much as, uh, like, actual books. Not that the, the authors don't write good stories necessarily. It's just, it's really hard for me to find a comic that the arts and the story and the dialogue all sort of syncs up in the right way. I've read a number of, of comics that I heck one I got into was um, Green Lantern. I've always liked the character of Green Lantern. When I was growing up, I was I watched the Justice League um, cartoon, Super Friends, right? All that silliness. But I always liked Green Lantern. So when they had a when there was a uh, 
uh, graphic novel, or a, it's actually it's more like a trade paperback of the Green Lantern Blackest Night storyline. Thought, oh, I got to get in on this because I've heard amazing things about this storyline. And it wasn't good. At least I didn't enjoy it. The story itself was kind of okay, but it was weird. So the the Green Lantern mythos is that there are a bunch of power rings. Green Lanterns happens to be green, surprisingly enough. And that represents bravery or courage or something like that. And it's weakness against things that are yellow, which is just the weirdest thing in the world. Um, or at least it used to be yellow. Now it's moved on. It used to be wood for something. But anyway, uh, yellow symbolizing cowardice or fear, something like that, right? So bravery and fear are opposites. And so there's this whole rainbow of power rings for different things, right? Pink is love, black is death. And the the black rings were sort of the thing here. And pretty much anyone who ended up with a black ring became a zombie. It was, this was straight up, it was a zombie story, which those are not my favorite to begin with. But there was so much in this story that was just... It, the, the panels didn't sync with the, the story. It just felt like the art was going faster than the dialogue and the, the narration, right? And I, I have a hard time finding comics that fit that. So when I talk about Star Wars, to come bring this tangent back around, <laughs> we're going to reconnect to the main plot of this podcast, if there even is such a thing as... Anyway, <laughs> this is not one of those podcasts that actually have plot. Sorry. Characters are a little weak, too. You got to, you know, I'm going to try working on that. No, but the uh, the Star Wars comics have never really spoken to me, and I'm just not going to read them. So I watch YouTube videos, like Star Wars Explained, that rolls up, oh, here's everything that happened in canon this this month. All right, so here's all the stuff that happened in the comics. These books came out, right? Okay, I haven't read them, but at least I have an idea of where the story in the universe is. Okay? Cool. And this is, it's sort of a, I'm not going to say it's a problem because I don't feel like it's a problem. But it's, it was interesting as I was looking at, uh, looking at some of the stuff, and I've had some of these conversations with my wife and stuff too. It's like, what are my interests? Well, Minecraft also Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> it was like Minecraft and Star Wars. And okay. And that's sort of about it. Um, but the reality is, no, I actually enjoy a lot of things that aren't Minecraft and aren't Star Wars. I've, I've loved playing video games my entire life. And I do mean that my entire life. I, I was probably three when uh, we got, got an Atari. And so I was, I was playing Pac-Man and Space Invaders and Asteroids and all that stuff from the time I could hold a joystick. And, you know, I've been playing video games ever since. In fact, the reality is Minecraft has become my favorite game. Prior to that, it was a lot of flight sims, racing games. Um, oh, the Need for Speed series was, was always fun. 
Um, flight, yeah, flight sims, usually combat flight sims. I didn't like Microsoft's flight simulator where, oh, I'm going to fly the 737 from New York to Denver. And no, that was not my thing. I liked fighter, fighter games. Yeah, you know, one of them, I <laughs> talk about interests colliding. Some of my favorite games when I was growing up were the X-Wing and TIE Fighter games, which were so much fun. So much fun were those games. But yes, I had some Need for Speed games that... It's fun, though. Need for Speed evolved. That was more like modern street racing and, and other weird things like that. But back then, it was exotic cars on... Yeah, it was street tracks, but it wasn't like it was uh, street racing in the uh, criminal sense, right? Not like Need for Speed Underground or Most Wanted and stuff. And I played the heck out of Most Wanted on the PC or on the, P on the PS2. That was so much fun. And I cheated so hard at that. Anytime I was arrested by the police, which happens a lot in that game. That's sort of an ongoing theme. I just reset the, the game because it didn't autosave. Or it did, but it I, I knew the autosave didn't happen until after you were arrested. So, yep, <laughs> I've, I've done it. I've been busted. Quick, run over, hit the reset button, <laughs> and boom, let's go. We're going to race this again. The game annoyed me a little bit. I hit the end of the game, and now I've got to flee the city with the cops willing to destroy the city to get me. And the, the storyline is I'm I'm doing this whole this whole thing to get my car back, which was stolen. Stolen. We raced for pink slips and the other guy cheated to get the car. So the idea is that this car is the greatest thing ever. But when I actually got the car, it wasn't nearly as nice as the car I had just been racing. Uh, racing in. And so it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> I want my other car back. This car sucks. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I love doing all that stuff. I like to read. And I don't read as much as I used to. Like as a kid, I mean, I always had a book. And now, I mean, I, I like to have a book handy. And I, I read a lot on my phone. Um, when I talk about checking out books from the library, I do it online. Because going to the library is a pain, and it's nice to scroll through, and it's a little bit more searchable and stuff on my phone. And it means if I'm sitting around somewhere, wait, you know, waiting for something to happen, I can spend a little time reading, you know. So it's good. It often I'll just read in like five minute, ten minute, fifteen minute chunks, and that's about it. You know, I'll come home for lunch from work. And I'll have lunch, and and then I'll sit down. I've got about ten or fifteen minutes before I have to go back to work, and I'll just and I'll read a little, you know. So, but I enjoy reading. Typically, my tastes tend to go to towards fantasy, sci-fi as well. But uh, and I've read a lot of lot of good sci-fi, but fantasy tends to be where my enjoyment lies. But I also am into military history. So occasionally I'll find it, try to find a good book on 
on military history and read some of that. I also liked um not just just history in general, but sort of the history of nations, which is closely related to military history. Like I love political science. I love the the concepts around uh politics as a theory and the concepts of what makes what makes a society free what makes people free right this ties in closely with my political beliefs as well <clears throat> but this all of stuff is sort of fascinating what what cuz governments don't make people free they ensure people's rights freedom comes just from existing and then government shapes that okay sorry that's a tangent but i love seeing how governments can either ensure or destroy a person's liberty and the different political models and economic systems and all of that that goes into personal and societal freedom and liberty and then tie that with the military history and it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt <laughs> but i like that stuff but i don't dive into it as much as I certainly did when I was younger. My dad was deep into military history. Um, I definitely picked up a lot of that interest from him. And I saw that when we went to, uh, when I had to clean out his house after he died, he had an extensive library of, of books on military history. And he'd read all of them, or most of them, I think. He had some of the newer ones he'd picked up but that he hadn't gotten to yet. And he was very knowledgeable about about military history. Now, his preferred areas to study were the American Revolution, Civil War, you know, World War II, right? American military history. But he also loved um, the Romans and the Greeks and the Byzantines and coming up through the med- medieval times and, and study of medieval warfare and castle and all that stuff. And man, I've picked up a lot of that as well. Man, I, a couple of the YouTube channels I watch are focused on medieval arms and armor because it fascinates me. You know, and part of it is I just, you know, as, as I look at, you know, a, a personal taste in, in societal and personal freedoms, all of the ways that humans have have developed to kill each other, <laughs> sometimes to keep their freedoms and sometimes to to take them from others. But all of this stuff is fascinating because one of the things that drives society is scientific development, and a lot of scientific development, unfortunately, comes from the military. Right? We have advances in medicine in part because of the need to to treat soldiers on the battlefield, right? It's crazy. And you talk about things like, and I may be remembering this wrong, okay? I'm fairly certain it's it's true. But if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, obviously you'll somebody will flame me in the comments, but super glue. Super glue is an amazing chemical, right? Here is a thing. You could just, it's not only 
does is it an adhesive, but it's a very strong adhesive. And this is great. Apparently, it was developed as a way of uh, closing wounds on the battlefield. Because you could, it's a small tube. And so if you could hold the, the wound closed and you can put a little bit of the super glue on it and keep keep the skin closed so that you can heal as a liquid bandage. All right, that's really cool, right? It's like uh, pens came from space, the space race, right? They didn't come from space. They, they were, this pen technology was delivered to us from aliens. Okay, no, but... And that nonsensical story about Americans and Russians and the pencil. Seriously, look into the real history of that story. But America and Russia were going into space mostly to, to exert their dominance. It was a stick-waving competition. And basically, both nations were trying to rule the world to a greater or lesser extent. Russia was a little more uh, aggressive in their desire to not just rule, but to dominate the world. The United States just liked being on top. It still does, you know. We're aging, but we still like to be good at everything. But a lot of it also had to do with military uh, dominance as well. Because if you could get your military into space and the other people couldn't, you, you had a significant advantage, right? It's a high ground argument, right? He who has a high ground wins the war. Not quite accurate, in, in, but if you can put weapons where the other person can't stop them, you, you can win. That, that's the reality of warfare. Right, if if I can shoot you and you can't shoot me, I'm I'm gonna be able to win this fight. Well so both countries were launching people into space and there was a, a need to um take notes and you know do they have to write things down. It happens, right? You have to do math and sometimes complex math requires that you don't uh, that you have to write down what you're doing and both nations use pencils to do it but pencils have a problem in a space capsule because graphite powder is um, conductive and so if your if your pencil breaks or even just the graphite dust could potentially lead to shorts and things like that it's not great so, an American company, I think it, it might have been BIC. I could be wrong. It, but it decided, okay, let's develop a pencil that can work in space. And they developed a pressurized ballpoint pen. Okay, this is awesome. This is amazing. And, because, and then they sold it on the U.S. It first as a space pen. But also, hey, it can write upside down which is an issue when you're dealing with fountain pens, right? If I want to write on any surface that's not flat, that's not, you know, and horizontal like a table, pens are a problem. 
you know, it's the ink just only flows down, right? That's how that works. Well, now comes the, the pressurized ballpoint pen. Okay, lovely. Great stuff. I love studying about these things in history, and so much of the development of science comes from from the military, and but not all of it, and I love studying about that too. Or no, more to the point is, I like learning about it, but I just don't have time to dig into all of it. And this is the, the issue then when you start talking about hobbies, is where do you spend your time? Now, one of my, my major hobbies is content creation. I like making YouTube videos and I love and I like love and I like streaming and I, there's a reason I'm recording a podcast. It's because I want I like podcasting. I, I like talking about stuff with people on stream, but I get distracted by the game and that's why I have a podcast is so that I can talk about stuff without getting distracted by the game. No, I just get distracted by myself and going off on random tangents. Welcome to my world. You know, <laughs> I'm probably ADHD or something like that. Um, but I, nobody cared about that stuff when I was a kid. And you, know, you just learn to deal with your own weaknesses and strengths as they are. But I, seriously, I do, though. I This is one of the things I love doing, partly because I like tech and the tech surrounding um content creation is fun. Now I'm bad at graphics design. I'm not that great at video editing and that type of thing either. As anyone who's watched my videos see. But it's something that's fun. It's, it's what I enjoy. And conveniently enough, it coincides with my other major interest of video games and particularly Minecraft. Okay, awesome. Now, one of my other things that I, I don't think I mentioned it in the previous list of what do I love is movies. I grew up watching movies. Now we didn't go to the movie theater very often, but my dad had a fairly extensive video collection before video collections were really a thing. You know, he got his first VCR in the early eighties. Uh, and back then, if you bought a, a movie on VHS, it was like a hundred bucks. Because the idea, the, the prevailing theory was that the only people who would be buying movies on tape were going to be video rental stores, right? Places like Blockbuster. And so them being expensive wasn't that big a deal because they would be making it back a couple of bucks at a time, right? But no, dad bought a couple of movies. He bought... Um, The Dirty Dozen and Gunga Din, I think, were the, the two movies that, uh, his first two movies. But obviously that exploded. And we all know what happened with the uh, home video market, right? It, it exploded. We had this massive VHS collection. And then he converted most of it to uh, DVD and Blu-ray. And, but when I was growing up, we watched movies all the time. So I'd get home from school and I'd put on some cartoons or something in the background because it's 2.30 or 3 and that's what's on TV. Plus, I like cartoons. Depends on the cartoon. I don't just like every cartoon. but And when I was, especially when I was in junior high and high school, 
you had movie you had cartoons like Animaniacs and um Oh, I forgot what the name of the Batman show was. Uh, I have it right here. Somewhere on my shelf behind me. Um the that with uh oh Conroy doing Batman and, and Yeah, it it was such, it was great. These were these were really good cartoons. They were fun. They didn't they didn't patronize their their viewers, which so many uh, cartoons do. The humor was was just they were just good. It was good comedy. So I'd watch all that stuff and I'd get my homework done. Usually I'd get my homework done. Okay, often I would get my homework done. If it wasn't English, I would get my homework done. I hated doing English. I often joke that the reason I'm a math major is because English is hard. The re- reality was English wasn't hard. It was just boring. <laughs> so anyway, so, but I get my homework done. My dad would get would wake up because he worked nights or mornings, technically. He worked swing shift for the Denver police. And so he'd work, you know, I don't know, 2 to 11, whatever that morning shift was. And he'd come home and he'd sleep until I'd get home from school. And he'd get up a couple of hours later, make dinner, and we'd spend the evening together. Often. some, some Often I would go off and, you know, play on my computer, right, video games, right? But we'd have dinner and we'd watch a movie and sometimes we'd watch a couple of movies a night. And, you know, movies were a big part of of my childhood. Now I don't, I like to watch movies, but if I watch more than one a week, it's a a surprise. Mostly because a lot of what I'm watching now is YouTube and uh, Twitch. Now Twitch tends to be background noise. I'll put that on the on the background while I'm at work or sometimes while I'm editing or if I'm grinding out stuff while I'm in Minecraft because, you know, content creation. There's a grind that doesn't always make it into the video for good reasons, right? So I'll throw that stuff. Like last night, I was I had to do some... Um, I had to do some editing for clips. I was editing clips for one of, from one of my... Uh, streams or actually several of my streams but for um the new going solo series i've got that officially the the first video comes has come out this week as this podcast goes goes to air you can tell i grew up in the 80s when everything was still broadcast right but yeah while i was doing that i threw up some streams in the background you know i was watching mandolin's stream for a while and then when the time came, um, Impulse, SV, Tango Tech, and Schizzle Man all started streaming as they were going to do um, N-City raiding without armor. <laughs> without, they were just going to run in like maniacs, and it, it was fun. So I put on a couple of their streams. I think I had, I had Impulses up, and I had Tangos up, but I think I only had audio from Tango because voice chat, right? That would have been awkward. But it was fun to see what Impulse was doing as he was freaking out. Because I could hear his voice on Tango's stream, right? 
So I had that in the background while I was working on my videos. Now, I've gone on this rant and ramble. Why? Because it's fun. This is stuff I like to talk about. This is stuff I enjoy. And it's okay to enjoy things. And it's okay that we enjoy different things. And yes, a lot of my enjoyment comes and is centered around Minecraft. Okay? A lot of the streamers I watch, um, they're Minecrafters primarily. And when they go into other games, some of them I'm not quite as into and I don't watch as often. Now, some of it's just because the choice of game. I do not like scary games. So when Impulse goes into Phasmophobia, I don't watch those because I don't like the scary games, right? Bunch of, you know, bunch of people were playing Lethal Company. Same thing. The game's designed to be scary and I don't care. I don't want to watch that stuff. So <laughs> that's a little different. But anyway, um, there are things I enjoy. And yes, said they tend to be narrow. My, my interests are narrow. I like Minecraft. I like movies, again, tend to be into action comedies and just straight up comedies and sometimes a good romantic comedy. And also, I, did I mention I like comedies? I do, I, but I like a good action movie. It's why I've loved the Marvel movies, most of them. You get through the uh, Infinity Saga and the Marvel movies, the MCU is mostly a series of action comedies with greater or lesser degrees of comedy, but there was always, there were always a few laughs. And I've always liked a good action comedy. And so, and it's not this, even if it's light on the comedies, it's got a lighter tone to it, which I enjoy. And they're, they weren't gore fests and they're not drowning in profanity, even though there's more profanity in some of them than I remember. <laughs> but, and so I've loved all of that stuff. I'm not really, I'm not looking forward to the Deadpoolization of the MCU. Okay, I've seen the Deadpool movies. A lot of it's just cringe. It's we're going to be obscene because we can be. It's like that's not funny to me. One of these days, I'm going to have to do a, a podcast on comedy and stuff. But it's yeah. So, you know, the reality for me, though, is a lot of comedies these days have just, one, disappeared. But a lot of them have catered towards that we want to be obscene and we can, we're just going to be funny by being obscene. So I haven't really gotten into a lot of that stuff. I've, there are a few movies like, okay, I've, man, I really need to see Top Gun Maverick, um, Actually, I, I want to get back into the uh, Mission Impossible movies. I saw the first two and kind of fell off, partly because I think the second one wasn't fabulous, and I just never really got into the other ones. And it was more of an opportunity issue than anything else. I just never saw them because I don't do I don't go to theaters, and for a long time I couldn't justify video rental, so. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sort of back to that point now. Anyway, um, it's hard to justify some some costs on occasion. This is what happens when you have three kids in college. Thing, a lot of disposable income 
is not disposable anymore. <laughs> so, but, but anyway, all of this, it's okay if you have a limited set of interests. Nobody said you had to be, to like everything. And so, hey, it's, it's okay. It's fun. What you like is what you like. If you're into woodworking or hiking or skiing or all of that, and you'd like to read skiing magazines and all the new tech on skis and poles and snowboards and what, what cool goggles exist, right? What, um, smartwatch or fitness tracker works best in cold temperatures and stuff. That's cool. Be into that type of thing, right? And enjoy it. Enjoy what you're into. And I hope this diversion into my hobbies, my interests, and just what is fun, maybe will encourage you to have fun <laughs> and be excited about things, even if it's stuff that no one else seems to be excited about. Because nobody can tell you that what you like is wrong. Okay? I mean, they can try. But your likes and dislikes are yours, and they are they are yours. You are the only one who can decide if you if what you like is what you like. So like what you want, and have fun with what you want, and don't be afraid to follow your hobbies and your interests. And until next time, be excellent to each other. And this is Music Free Static, signing off.